When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Dan from Desert Island Dicks. This episode is Stephen K. Amos from Desert Island Dicks live at the start of December. Uh, it was a great night. We had a lot of fun. And as you will hear, Stephen was a brilliant guest. He was maybe one of my favourite guests we've ever had on this. And uh, I hope you enjoy this as much as I did hosting it as well. Now, if you listen to this and think, God, that sounds like a lot of fun. I wish I was there. Well, you can be at the next one. The next one we've got is on Friday the 4th of February at 2 North Down. It's with Lou Sanders and she's going to be amazing, I'm sure. So get your tickets now. There's a link in the description of this podcast so you can get your tickets from that link or you can go to our socials at DicksPod on Twitter and Instagram and there is a link there as well. Tickets are just £11 each, so buy one for yourself, buy one for your friend, or just get your friend to buy their own. Or you buy one, your friend buys one, and then, you know, you can go halves on one for someone else. I don't know. Look, I don't make the rules, but I would love to see you there. It's been really fun meeting some of you in person, and I hope to continue that trend. Now, on with the podcast. This is Stephen K. Amos, live from 21 Soho. I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island X Live! Thank you. This is the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest. And here to share their Desert Island X with us today is comedian Stephen K. Amos! Pretending we haven't just met already. Yes, we have. <laughs> oh. How are you doing? Thank you for coming. <laughs> Fucking hell, the light's on. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's I, better. Yeah. I, they're, they're bright enough that I can see, you know, you see the veins at the back of your eye, you know, like when you go to an optician. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm aware. Uh, <laughs> the, I've, this feels quite dangerous, but it feels quite nice as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like this. not been here before. It's great. Good, good. Well, we've got a, a lovely, edgy, warm tension, so, you know, it's a good way to start. Um, Stephen, yes. uh, are you a ranty man? Do you find it easy to compile lists of people that you hate? N- I'm not a ranty man by nature, but, I, you know, particularly the lockdown we've had, uh, a lot of things begin to piss me right off. Mm. And I don't mind writing lists and telling people from the rooftops. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, yeah, because I spent too many years being so English. You know, when you're in the car and someone cuts you up, and in your in your car, you're just going, <laughs> shouting at that person who can't hear you. Yeah. That kind of madness. But now I wind the window down. I let them know. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So was it was it difficult, sort of whittling it down to like a small list? Oh God, yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, we all people are dickheads, really, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, people people are twats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we're spoiled for choice in a cynical world. You know, like there's 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 so much choice these days. There know? is. There are, I you I did normally look to try and find the goodness in people because I've got a very positive disposition anyway. But you know, as I said, the last eighteen months, two years has given all of us the time to reflect about not just people in our lives, but about the the philosophical question about the meaning of life anyway. Mm. Deep, yeah, deep. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think of it because, uh, you know, I can find myself going, I just put hate out into the world by doing this podcast regularly. I like to sort of think that, you know, it's a cathartic experience and we're cleansing each other, you know, cleansing our, our souls and, and we're better people afterwards. It's not the case, but let's, you know, we can sort of kid ourselves like that. But um, let's just get straight into it. And uh, who's going to be your first person joining you on the island? Or, or joining you on the island? Do, do we have any idea what kind of island it is, where we're stranded? Does that matter? I mean, we can tweak it if you want, but I'm going to go for the hysteriotypical you know sunshine palm trees kind of you know desert island yeah yeah because that is my first of all my idea of hell you know a holiday a beach type holiday fuck that shit I don't <laughs> do you know what I mean I don't need to be sitting in the sun sunbathing I don't need any more tanning uh, I'm quite happy with my hue uh, <laughs> But yeah, in terms of being stranded, if it was a, a shipwreck or a plane crash, the person uh, who's at the top of my list who would be the worst person to be stranded with, I'll be honest, guys, uh, it's my 82-year-old father. Oh, your dad, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There is no way to sugarcoat this shit. He's a cunt. I had no... I'm really sorry, but I had no idea. I had no, after all these years, right? I'm not even kidding, right? He stayed with me during the first lockdown for three weeks. He rang me up, right? And I had no idea what an asshole he is. <laughs> really, honestly. He treated me in my own house like an entrapped slave. <laughs> in my own house. So, I mean, on a desert island, that's not really going to help at all, is it? I know. Like, you know, all I could think of was me becoming his, literally his man Friday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every morning he'd demand, cheers on toast. <laughs> he's, he's Nigerian, by the way. I don't know why I'm just sort of shouting out an accent. Yeah, he's a very proud Nigerian man, very proud of my heritage. But oh my goodness, I saw it firsthand. Every, cheese on toast for breakfast every morning. Yeah. yeah we all know that's supper, right? <laughs> for a start. Yeah. My son does the same thing. Maybe he'd get on with your dad. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's his current thing. How old is your son? He's four and a half. Oh yeah. my God. He would not go with my dad. No, okay. No, my dad would probably <laughs> kill him. Well, that's a horrible thing to say. Edit the way down. He won't kill anybody. No, no, he's just, he's just one of these people that... And I should cut him some slack, maybe, because he's of that age, that he's had a life, he did work very, very hard, and he's set in his ways. I mean, I'm set in my ways as well, but this man is stubborn. <laughs> this man is so stubborn and just doesn't make any logical sense in my world, right? Mm. Um, I'll give you an example. I've got into watching murder documentaries, mm. yeah? Like, real-life murder documentaries. Like, no, like not CSI... Uh, not the bill, right? <laughs> but real life ones. They normally have them from America mm. where they have reenactments and at the end they have like, the final scene where the murderer is being um, uh, a sentenced in a court in America. And I was getting my dad into one of these. We're watching it. And at that last scene, my dad just goes, oh, look, they appear to have got the wrong man. <laughs> I said, what? Well, he, we didn't see him earlier. I said, D Dad, there were actors earlier. <laughs> of course it's not the same man. We don't walk around with a film crew with us. What's wrong with you? He would not have it. It was like miscarriage of justice. <laughs> and on, when I came back, right, I bought cheese on toast. I, I, I remembered it. Because oh, I live in southwest London. You're southeast, aren't southeast, you? Southeast, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I've got money. <laughs> uh, basically... <laughs> 
I came back uh, from my local Waitrose because, um, and it was during lockdown. <laughs> Do you know what Waitrose is, by the way? Uh, and it was, um, and it was uh, in the middle of the first lockdown, but there was no queues whatsoever. Brilliant, yeah. No, no, a toilet roll uh, in abundance, yeah. So I bought myself some, uh, a selection of cheeses, and I also, for the hell of it, bought flour. Fuck it, I could, and I did. <laughs> and so I walked past Little, right, and I just threw the flour in people's faces. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was like manna from heaven. They're like, uh. <laughs> so yeah, I got back to my house, and my dad's in my house. I opened the door, and get this, right? The heating in my house, I had no idea could be set to fucking lava. I mean, <laughs> boiling. I'm like, why is it so hot in here, Dad? And he, he just went, I don't pay the bill. <laughs> That's what he said. I don't pay. Logical, right? But bloody hell. Yeah. Wow, okay. Mm. So, yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting in a desert island scenario. I mean, like, we always revert to type when we're with our parents. doesn't matter how old we get. Mm. And so, obviously, he's not going to be mucking in with the hard work again on, on the desert island. He's going to get you to build the shelter and do all the hard work, I imagine. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of yeah. course he's going to do all that kind of shit. And I can't say no, mm. because I come from an era where, you know, pe uh, parents could beat their children. <laughs> Remember those days? Remember those days? Hello, anyone else? Where your parents could beat you. For, you know, and even if my dad or mum gave me a funny look, that's enough. I would know not to do shit or to back chat. That's why for me, this, this, this conversation is very cathartic. Uh, and um, I, think I, I think I will live long. That's what my dad says. Right? If I call my dad up, right? Uh, he, this is him. He just goes, ah, I was just talking about you. So clearly, you are not a bastard. <laughs> I was supposed to make me feel good. <laughs> feel good? What? Yeah. I mean, I suppose now he's 82, taking a beating from him is more of a sort of like, you know, it's, it's not that hard now. It's probably, well, you know, well, more of a sort of, you know, just a show. Well, I, I reckon I could take him, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I reckon I could, I could fell him. You know, I could, yeah. you know, he'll drop with one punch, I reckon. Well, maybe that's what's going to happen that, later on in the is that, is that normal? <laughs> can you punch the elderly? I think you can if they're your dad. I think it's allowed. No? I, oh, my God. Uh, I mean, do you know what? And the weird thing is, when he was younger, his nickname was Smiler because he was a bit of a joker. And people say that I took after him, you know. But, you know, oh, my God, this, he complains. I don't know if it's an age thing. He just he moans all the fucking time. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard him say a nice word about anybody. We, we're watching a program, right? And there's a, there's a film, and there's a guy on the screen with a beard, quite a big beard. And my dad just went, oh, God, look at that hairy face. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, this has got nothing to do with the fucking film. What's wrong with you? Well, why is he doing that? Oh, fucking hell. Because yeah. do you know what? Maybe it's in a way I'm trying to find reasons to get my parents back. Because when we were kids, I mean, I've come from quite a large family. There's six of us, right? How many siblings have you got? I've got two. Two, so quite small. Quite, yeah. you know, Relatively. quite a small family. Yeah. You know, quite, quite sensible, some would say. <laughs> quite, quite, quite English, white English, some would say. But yeah, we got a whole fucking tribe. Oh my god! I remember saying to my parents, "What are you trying to do? Get yourselves a football team?" And my dad was like, "No, we're hedging our bets in case of our future organ failure." Um, <laughs> So maybe it's payback time because we were never ever allowed to go trick or treating, mm. right, or anything like that. Halloween, and I said, and so what we used to do, me and my sister, we used to we used to go sneak out of the house, and obviously we couldn't dress up, 
So we had to go trick-or-treating wearing normal clothes, right? So we'd knock on people's doors, and they'd go, hello, young boy, what have you come as? And I'd go, a werewolf. And they'd go, but you're just wearing regular clothes. And I'd go, there's no fucking full moon, is there? <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> yeah, my parents were quite tough. And you know what? And, and, and to give it some balance, it was because they wanted the best for us. They were very scared, very protective. So we weren't allowed to go anywhere. We're, in fact, I remember when I, I said, Dad, Dad, can I go and join the Scouts? All my mates at school, they joined the Scouts. You can learn stuff. And I was like, oh, like what? I was like, orienteering, map reading. And my dad literally went, okay, I will drive you to the middle of the field. I will leave you there. You find your way home. <laughs> What are you talking about? Got the save. Yeah, I don't want to be a homing pigeon. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, I think you've built up a beautiful picture of why it would be an absolute nightmare to be stuck on an island with your father. So. Do, you know, and, uh, do you know what, Dan? I think it would be an absolute nightmare for me, but I guarantee some of your listeners and maybe some of the people in this audience here this, this evening, you probably enjoy it. You probably find him really entertaining. <laughs> yeah, give it six months. <laughs> We will commit a murder on the island. <laughs> okay, well, who's going to be joining the two of you? Who's the next next dick? My next dick uh, is, a, from, as far as I'm concerned, and I wouldn't normally do this. Uh, I, I think you have given a license with this podcast for people to be mean. That's what I think. People to be mean. But I think this dick deserved to be called that for being a dick. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson. Okay, yeah. Well, the crowd is against you. Let's see if you can win them over. Why do you dislike Jeremy Clarkson? Oh, my God. This man is the epitome of fucking entitlement, isn't he? Mm. And this, this man has done so many things wrong uh, publicly and still gets away with it and gets a job. How the fuck does that work? Well, this Boris is the same Johnson. man. This is, sorry, Dan. I'm finished ranting. <laughs> This is the same man who was finally let go from Top Gear because he punched a producer, if you remember that, yeah? And when two months later, he's got another gig with fucking Amazon Prime. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> is this man going to be punished? And then the next month, he's hosting the new version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? What the fuck? <laughs> what does he have to do? Kill my dad on an island? <laughs> <laughs> Always getting away with it. That's not fair, is it? No, no, it's not. I mean, I was just going to say, we, you know, we have Boris Johnson as a prime minister, so it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of the way things are going, isn't it? What, what, what's the subtext there, then? I don't know, like, a lot of... Stu <laughs> <laughs> Stupid rich white men getting away with a lot of stuff. I don't know, yeah. well, he, well, he is Clarkson, isn't he part of the, um, uh, what do they call that? the sect, that area that he lives in? Um, Chipping Norton, yeah, that's right. Because I've done a gig in Chipping Norton. Oh my god, <laughs> it really—it's a different world. Swear to God, honestly, I mean it's beautiful, and people have you know, those long drives and whatever. And uh, the pubs that I—they looked at me like I just arrived from the moon. They're like, "Oh yes, <laughs> um, yeah." So there's all that sect there because that's where um, that's where Checkers is. That's near there. You know, the Prime Minister's official country residence. And that's where former Prime Ministers live in that area. Uh, Clarks has got an estate around there as well. Fucking hell. Yeah. And there's a whole clique of them. Clique of them. Mm, it's not right. It's not normal. It's pretty sinister, if you ask me. He's doing something now where he's got a farm. He's, he's got a show about him being a farmer. And it's like, what the fuck is going on with that? Like, stop giving the man TV shows. He can do what he wants, really. 
I bet if you move his head up a little bit, 666 under there. <laughs> just under the hairline. Yeah. And he's just got this air of arrogance. And like, do you know what I mean? And like, to, to give you more context, I used to do a lot of TV warm-up. And to give you an idea what that is, it's when you go and watch a TV show being recorded, I, 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 maybe a sitcom or a TV show, there's normally a comedian who goes on and entertains a live audience in the studio up and down while they're doing the shots. Jeremy Clarkson had uh, a series, a chat show pilot that I did the warm-up for all those years ago, probably about 20 years ago now, and he's one of the only people I've worked on a show with in that context who didn't even say a fucking word to me. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, where is he now? Shipping <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Norton. Yeah. And I'm in Soho. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just an arrogance. And also, to add insult to injury, yeah, he, he's got a column in the sun. Oh! Mm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's a newspaper, by the way. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, practically, on an island, he's going to just be a lot of hard work. I mean, apart from the fact he's going to be hard work because he's a pain in the arse. Also, just he's not, you know, we have seen from his exploits on television, he's not very practical and he's just going to sort of fuck everything up a lot. And then, you know, probably quite revel in that because that's his thing that he does is get in the way and fuck things up. So that's going to be quite annoying. Yeah. Um, Him and your dad, I don't know how they're going to get along. Well, I'm hoping my dad will get one up over on him. I'm uh, not quite sure how that's going to work uh, because I know, you know, Clarkson's into his cars, you know, the extension of the penis, that stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say something really inappropriate, but I stopped myself. Um, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> I can't control them. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, um, no, no, no. So Clarkson, he'd be, you know, uh, trying to boss things around as usual. Yeah. And I found it quite interesting. I don't know if you know this, Dan, but him and um, Piers Morgan don't get along. Did you know that? Mm. Did you know that? Yeah, hilarious. But they're basically the same person. Exactly. The, I mean, that's probably why they're like, like exactly. can only be one of me. Yeah. yeah. Surely nobody can be a tit like that. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> like looking in the fucking mirror, Bellends. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, not, I don't normally hate on people, but what? You can fuck off. It's catharsis. It's fine. It's, yeah, fine. it's a very Connie, healing process. Connie? I mean, does anyone here got anything good to say about Jeremy Clarkson? <laughs> anything good? Oh, thank you. He's getting old. So, you know, his time is, you know, his days are numbered. <laughs> it's a positive. I'm saying it's a positive. Oh, oh it's all fine. Oh, like, come here and watch a podcast where we hate people. Oh, no, don't hate people. <laughs> Fuck you, people. But thanks for coming. Well, uh, yeah, I don't like him. Smug twat. Yeah. He's got that face, isn't he? I'm not advocating violence. You want to slap it, don't you? Mm. Yeah, with a fish. A rotting fish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll have the opportunity on the island, so that's one thing, I think. I wouldn't waste the fish. I'd shit on his face. Uh, I mean, I was going to say if we've got anything more on Jeremy Carson, but I think I'm quite curious to see who's going to round out this trio of dicks. Who's, who's, the, who's the final person? The you? final person, Dan, I've got to say, uh, this is, this, it's, not, it's not the actual person, because I kind of, I think I kind of like this person, but it's more of what they kind of represent. Mm-hmm. And for me, it is the Pope. 
Yeah, okay. Controversial! Controversial! I forgot a lot of the people here, we gave free tickets to the Catholic Church down the road. So. <laughs> Um, and they do a great job. Yeah. Um, right, the Pope. Yes, cause, and I'll give you context as well, uh, Daniel. It's because uh, as a gay man, I've never ever felt accepted in a church. In a priest's private quarters, absolutely. But not <laughs> in the church itself. <laughs> so... <laughs> that was a slow burner. That's <laughs> what the priest said. Um... <laughs> I just don't like the hypocrisy of certain elements of the Catholic Church or organized religion. Uh, I think if you're going to uh, uh, practice a doctrine of love, that it should be unconditional, uh, shouldn't have conditions. So I'm using the Pope as the figurehead, um, and I could have used another type of figurehead, um, but I don't want to have death threats. (laughs) (laughs) If you get my drift. Yeah, I think um, the comedian Simon Amstel was saying the problem with the Pope is you couldn't even kill him because they'll just replace him with another one. He just sort of regenerates. So it's yeah. like, you know, you kind of think, oh, right, this one's dead. Oh, mate. Oh, no, there's another one. Fuck. Do you know what? And then this one, you know, when he came in, uh, he was actually lauded, um, mind the pun, uh, as kind of one of the uh, most progressive popes in, in recent modern times. And I did a program uh, a couple of years ago called The Pilgrimage, where we retraced a genuine Roman Catholic pilgrimage from the bottom of the Swiss Alps into the Vatican. And on the last day of filming, they said we had a private half-hour audience with the Pope. That's right, a bit of respect. (laughs) Has anyone here met the Pope? I didn't think so. (laughs) So originally I said no, because I don't want to meet the Pope. But then I thought, actually, you know what? What a great opportunity to ask questions. Mm. So I did say to the producers, can we ask questions? And they said, what kind of questions? I gave them a list, and they said, this may spark some sort of incident. And uh, word came back that from the Vatican, the Pope would answer any question. I was brilliant. So I did, I, I did, we were there for 45 minutes, and it was very, it was cathartic. And he didn't come back to, with stock answers to the questions that I asked, which is brilliant. Mm. That's why I kind of liked him, yeah. but not the institution. Yeah, I mean, because a couple of popes ago, so there was the one before this one, and then the one before that one. I think it was called John. <laughs> he's, he's been made a saint in, in death. So after he died, he's made a saint. And I looked it up, and it's because apparently after he died, two miracles happened. And these were the two people who were very ill prayed to him. And I don't know why you start praying to the Pope and not God. I don't know why you sort of take a circuitous route. Anyway, they prayed to him and then they got better. So they went, great, we're going to make you a saint because he saved these two people. And it's like, but you could have saved like tens of millions by letting people use condoms, you know, and like presenting this. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but like two old ladies stopped being ill in a country somewhere and they were like, he's definitely a fucking saint. It's like, Two people, and it's also like, what well, after you died, what were you doing? Like, I met a guy once who is like a modern shaman, and he was saying how shamanism can cure cancer. I'm like, why are you at this barbecue? Because, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, obviously, you know, we all got to eat, but like, I think you've you know, fucking come on, and it's that same kind of thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm a- <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, right? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yes, like for example, I I understand people, you know, wanting some sort of faith or wanting to find answers and whatever. But that's the beauty of this world. We don't 
necessarily know the answers. We don't know why. We can always question, we don't know. Like, for example, um, there's a very famous place in Ireland, a place called Knock. I don't know if people here, do they know why it's famous, anyone? Madam, yes? Did you hear that? Yes. Because apparently a statue of Our Lady, right, Mary, was seen to cry. And now Knock, right, is a religious shrine. People flock to Knock. Mm. Yeah? Mm. But the day the statue was seen to cry, it was also raining heavily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think people, yeah, because people want to believe these people things. People want it's to, like, don't they? Like, Knock oh, is crying! It's fucking raining, you knobhead! So, but no one's going, she's wet herself as well. Do you know what I mean? So, come on. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on with that statue. I know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that having the Pope on an island, it's going to be frustrating where you're going to sort of say, look, we need to eat, we need to do that. And you've got someone who says, maybe God will provide. And you're like, maybe he will, or maybe he already has. We need to fucking climb the tree and get the coconuts. Come on. Yeah, yeah. And also, climbing the tree in all those robes is going to be yeah. a nightmare. Right. Yeah. I'll, be t- I'll be telling get that dress off, but make it a hammock. We yeah. need to sleep. You know, because he'll be there on the island giving it all that blah, 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 God, 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 fucking he's like, mate, we're abandoned, we're shipwrecked on this island because of something God did, hey? How about that? <laughs> we praying for? Fucking pull your finger out. Mm. I'm just thinking yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the nighttime discussions around the campfire of Clarkson and the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, that's, and that's one of the reasons why I chose these three people, you see, to entertain me. <laughs> Do you know, I just watch them. I just li- like leave them in the sender device. Put them three in the middle and just sit back and relax. <laughs> Go on, watch it kick off. Because, yeah. right? you know, the Pope, he's got to be said, he is the spokesman for the man upstairs. Mm. Right? And incidentally, by the way, the spokesman, the words the spokesman, is an anagram of Stephen K. Amos. Isn't that weird? <laughs> the spokesman. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm a spokesman myself, but there are very many similarities between myself and the Lord. Oh, yes, there are. <laughs> Jesus wore robes and sandals. I too wear robes and sandals. Jesus was often persecuted. I've often been prosecuted. <laughs> and on the odd occasion, Jesus was stoned. <laughs> do you see? Do you see, Dan? <laughs> oh, great. Well, I think we'll have to find start because you've got a lovely selection of characters and the interplay between them is just beautiful. It's going to be beautiful, Dan. It's going to be. be wonderful. Yeah, I can mean, imagine in a hateful kind Pope, of way. Oh, do you know, when I'm at the Popey Popey, it might be still on iPlayer. I'll get on, you know, you should try and watch it if you can. It's quite moving, right? At the end of the meeting with the Pope, the Pope turned to me and asked me to pray for him to make him a better Pope. And at oh. that point, I was like, fuck off, Popey Popey. <laughs> If there are any extra prayers to be chucked out to forge some career prospects, fucking chuck them this way. Because <laughs> you have reached the top of your fucking career ladder. <laughs> There's no extra popey popey way to go for you, is there? <laughs> okay, now, Stephen, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Oh. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. Yes. What are they and why? What are they and why? I would have to say I'm a man of a certain age. I, as I said to you earlier, I come from a very large family, so money was uh, not tight, but uh, we had to budget. So I remember as a child, uh, not forced to eat, made to eat, uh, things I would just put in the whole term of any kind of offal. Mm, yeah. Any, 
<laughs> liver, heart, kidneys. Oh, why? Tripe. Tripe. Are we at war? <laughs> My mum used to make tripe. I'd call it meat. What the fuck? I know it's from an animal. Tripe. It's the, it's the lining of the stomach of a cow, madam. The stomach of a cow. Not the foot. Not the back. Not the rump. The lining of the fucking stomach. But nobody should eat. <laughs> Not even the fucking cows eat it. <laughs> I can't even stand in a room and smell. Have you smelled tripe? <laughs> it's like a rotting corpse. You know why? Because it's inside. <laughs> It's not meant to be, oh, kidney, steak and kidney pie. Oh, Why fucking ruin a steak pie? <laughs> kidney, have you had kidney? Oh, it's so bad. Oh. And they look disgusting as well. Oh, God, no. Awful, fuck off. <laughs> I like that as a slogan. Just like, you know, you have like marketing campaigns, you know, for things like that. And it could be the anti, just the awful, oh, fuck, fuck off. It's a good T-shirt. And I'm sorry if there are any um, um, vegetarians or vegan types here tonight, but, you know, I'll be honest, and listeners, I like, I like a good bit of meat. Who doesn't, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I like, I like my mates. Don't have a gun. Don't come for me. But I'm at the stage now in my life that I can afford a nice cut of meat, yeah? I'm not gonna, even, even bits of bacon, I don't do bacon anymore. Ba what the fuck is bacon? Oh, fuck. Nice bit of meat. Yes. Awful. Yeah, I think it's just, it feels like, like you said, you're not at war, so what's the point? And they're all like the functional bits of the animal. It's like, what does the liver do? It f filters out all the bad shit. So, oh, let's eat that. It's like all the, and all the kidneys, well, they're filtering the piss. You're like, well, that, well, let's eat something that all of the piss from this animal's entire life has been through. Yeah. You know? Or just like a nice cut from the back that's just, it's just sat there being the back. That's yeah. okay. But it's like, piss filters. Yeah. 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 The Whack tripe, though. The tripe. Oh, my God. Have you, I even Googled tripe yesterday just to remind myself what my parents put us through, right? Mm. We, they, they used to, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go, oh, honestly, go online. If you want to be sick, if you want to be sick, watch this. They have to get, when you get the tripe out of the beast, right, it's kind of a greyish, filthy colour and it stinks. They have to boil it. They have to boil it within an inch of its other life, right? And then they have to dye it so it's palatable to see. How disgusting is that? Tripe. Oh! It's mad looking as well. It's sort of like hexagonal. Yes. But it's like weird little shapes, isn't yes. it? It's fucking mad. Oh, yeah. yeah, my mum used to buy it from the butchers. The butchers and bring it home. We used to help and make it. What? Why do you do that to a child? I was a child. <laughs> Today we're having tripe. No. 
So my father-in-law is Chinese, and they have a very holistic approach to eating animals. And like they, they, he told me, there's a Chinese phrase which is, "You can eat anything with four legs except for the table and the chair." And that's like a genuine thing. And in a way, I admire it because you know there's no waste and everything. But sometimes it's a bit hard work, you know. And uh, we were at a restaurant with the family, and it's like you know, and it's big big round tables and this sort of lazy Susan in the middle and you spin it around and all these delicious things like roast duck and roast pork and every time it spun around I got sat next to this bowl and all, all I, it just contained tubes I don't know what they were they were just bits of tubes and I called it Pandora's Bowl because I couldn't and every time because they're very hospitable people and they'd be like Dan come on eat up eat up and I'm like Okay, and, and and when you're chewing it, it's just all I could think about is the function of this fucking tube. I'm like, it's grisly because all it did was push things through it, you know. And then the thing would spin round, and it was like a sliding doors sort of scenario. I'd be like, oh, there's the roast pork, and someone would, and I swear it was just a big prank. They just kept like, I'm like, oh, oh fuck, tubes again. And it's just all, I'm like, all the things on this table, like, there's so many nice things. Why are we still eating this shit? I wonder what they were. They could. They might have been a delicacy that you're unaware of. No, maybe it's a Dan, bad delicacy. Well, you don't know about Dan. Maybe you, maybe you are just an uncultured English white man. I am, and you but I was trying. And you can't appreciate uh, fallopian tubes. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was. I don't know. This is your choice for the island. You don't like them either. I am an uncultured white man, but come on, Steve. These are bad tubes. Do you know? <laughs> Yeah, well, yes, I'm not... A f- yeah, well, I'm, I'm one of these... I would consider I'm one of these anal people, but no, I'm the top. <laughs> no, um, yeah, if I've got, if I've got um, like, a, if there was a, a, a weird thing or a, a tube or a kind of vein on a bit of meat, I'd take it off. I'm one of those kind of weird ones. You know what I mean? Someone's nodding there. You like, just go, ooh, I just can't have it in my mouth. I can have lots of things in my mouth, but I just can't have that. <laughs> Okay, well... Have uh, you eaten anus before? I haven't eaten... Well, not knowingly. Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> Calamari's not anus, is it? Yeah, pig's anus, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you look it up. <laughs> I have heard, in fact, we had a guest on this podcast that said that sometimes it's used as like a, a replacement for like cheap imitation calamari that you get in buffets. Sometimes they use it because it has a similar texture. So no. I think there might be something in it as like a... a I don't know. Like, we have to go on Wikipedia this afterwards. I don't know. But... Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that, that, is that a thing they do in South East London? Is it? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, the Badlands. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, right, okay. So, offal is going Yeah, no offal. Okay, no, I can't so you're going to have that. like a full buffet. And also, it's going to be offal from a plane. So, it's going to be particularly bad offal. Mm. So, plain offal. In loads of, and maybe you can have like a little tray with the compartments of different offals. Um, but what are you going to wash it down with? What's your drink choice going to be? What's my drink choice? Oh, um, now I can't. I've got quite a selection. Um, uh, I've got one that, that is a memory of, of first attempt at alcohol mm-hmm. and not succeeding and it was something called uh, uh, white diamond cider mm. do anyone remember that yeah and i think for a liter it was about two pence <laughs> and oh my god so we could afford that as a kid back in the days before there was any health and safety business you can go into a corner shop you could give you five liters and get change off a fat a pound note and you'd sit in the park before people called you a tramp and get hammered 
And this thing was like something like 27% yeah. or whatever. And it was disgusting. It tasted like white spirit, but oh my God, it fucking knocked you out. Yeah, they're like the bottle of cider that always have 50% extra free. It's like, when you're just going to admit that's the size of the bottle, it's not extra free. It's just the permanent size of the bottle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the saying about cider and parks go hand in hand, don't they? It's, um, yeah. Yeah. That's my... Yeah, yeah, that's... And I can't now, as an adult human man, I could, the smell of cider, I can't bear it anymore. Yeah. Because I did chunder spectacularly. <laughs> what a good word. Nobody says chunder enough, do they? <laughs> that's a good... A chunder. I chundered for Jesus. I don't... <laughs> And I, I, ch- I chundered so much, right, that I ne- this is the first time I ever heard of the word bile, right? Because I hadn't eaten, I, was, I had about two, bo- two litres bo- to myself, and my friends had their own, right? And I was throwing up like there's no tomorrow, so much so that I just had convulsions like that, but there was nothing to throw up, nothing. And then this green slime and stuff, ca- yes! This green, I was... <laughs> I, I was like, it was hilarious because it was like I'd imagine that that's like when ladies are, know they're having uh, uh, about to give birth you know when they have the contractions because it was involuntary I was like <laughs> and I couldn't do anything I couldn't do anything to stop it and there was nothing coming out of the, <laughs> oh my the next day the pain fuck it out yeah, yeah. I remember my brother sort of telling me once, he was like, oh, yeah, I've started, like, he started drinking, and he was like, oh, yeah, I drink this stuff called Diamond White. And then my mum was in the, in the supermarket with me, and she was like, oh, your brother, what beers does he like? I was like, oh, I think he likes Diamond White, mum, because he just told me. And then I like, just didn't understand why my brother was so awkward when my mum was like, oh, I've bought you some of that cider that you like, darling. And I was like, what? why is there a weird vibe? But then years later, I was like, ah, okay, right, that's inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. Is it, what's your drink of, of uh, a choice? Choice. Well, when I was young, yeah. What 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 made yeah, you? Same. Like yeah, the diamond white and the park, really. I think. I think it was called Turbo White. Turbo. Yeah. He's like oh, flashier. He's southeast London. Yeah. <laughs> See, diamond. Well, this Turbo. Is, thing is, you look at the the labels on these things. It's like pictures of apple trees and orchards. You know, like, <laughs> this is not the reality. Like, you should have like a fucking park bench and like a broken basketball net or something. Or yeah. Like, like you know, like a swing that's kind of tangled up. Like, yeah. That would be a more accurate picture of how well, it's they, consumed. Well, yeah, and they should also have a link as to the process they use to make that fucking cider. Because yeah. I want to know where they get those apples from. Because like, <laughs> that that ain't that ain't normal. Yeah. What was that? It's made of onions. Shut up. Wait, calamari. Are you serious? Ass and Fuck cider off. is onions. No. Can someone Google that now? I have to find out. Are you serious? Onions. Are you like, who's got a phone? Can you... Onions. Have you made that up? I wish it's true. That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Don't they just sort of, like, get a vat of vodka and, like, toss an apple in and, like, sort of... I think they, like, put some apple ties in and that sort of it. There you go. No, it's going to be worse than that. I like onions. Onions. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Drink your onion cider. It's so bleak, isn't it? Like you've you've hardly touched your tripe. <laughs> if you don't line your stomach with stomach lining. Oh, maybe that's what you do. Maybe maybe when they boil the tripe, they boiled water from the tripe. They put an apple in it, and that's your fucking yeah, cider. Nice. Yeah. Well, if, if someone can look up, if, if, we, if you find out about the onion cider, then, like, you know, feel free to interrupt and we'll... Um, I feel like there's a few screens lit up. It's like... Oh, I've, there's it's definitely like two there. It's like Dictionary Corner. 
Oh, oh no God. signal in here. Okay. Thanks for trying, though, sir. <laughs> okay, so um, so yeah. your drink choice is that. Yeah, that that be that one, and then I I would say. Um, Another ch- the other choice that I was going to mention would be uh, something a, a cocktail, be like a pina colada. Okay. Because you know, when I was growing up, I thought, you know, because when I was growing up, cocktails weren't a thing. And then I hit about 19, everyone was talking about cocktails. And one of the big famous ones was pina colada, right? And if you've had, if you've had pina colada, you know that's just shit. It's just, a, it's just sugar. It's mm. shit. It's colored water. It's fucking rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And also on a desert island as well, and it's all going to be warm. Like, you think, oh, this is a nice tropical drink, but yeah. Exactly. Warm and curdly. And yeah, no warm. ice. Okay, uh, good choice. Good choices. Okay, now, Stephen, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and okay. the other is your least favourite song. What are they, and why are they so bad? Okay, um, well, I couldn't pick a worst film of all the time but I picked a genre uh, because uh, I have never I don't know why uh, it's just me and my family as well I've not ever got into sci-fi at all or horror so and stand back this is hot news I've never seen any Star Wars film I have never seen Star Trek I, honestly these things just don't rock my world <laughs> you know I'm not a Trekkie or wanker as I call them <laughs> or you know I can't tell you what Luke Skywalker's dad is whatever so all those cultural references mm. have passed me by sci-fi just does nothing for me I like for me I prefer a real story I don't want to go inside somebody else's imagination that's probably because I'm a comedian right I think I can do better than that but I haven't so well done George Lucas <laughs> is that the right one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oh and the Lord of the Rings who's that, that fuck off what mm. sci-fi Lord of the what fuck off. I've not seen Harry Potter, not seen Lord of the Rings, not seen any of those bullshit things. Aren't they for children anyway? I feel weird going to watch a Harry Potter film as a grown ass yeah. man, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think it's in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> but you know Harry Potter as well they have like the separate book covers they have like the, the normal covers for kids and then they have the adult covers I don't so know they, why would I know that but they, well, they do so it's like if someone's on the train you're like well I like Harry Potter but I don't want to look like I'm reading Harry Potter so they've got a slightly more grown up cover and you're like we're just admitting that you think it's a children's book like have the courage of your convictions if you're reading the kids book about the wizard well it, yes Well, and anyone who does that who gets the different version cover is a cunt yeah. that's got to be no come on yeah you're right it's read like, what you like, want it's not I I admire the people who go on the tube or the bus and they watch Pornhub. I admire those honest people. (laughs) I admire you for your bravery and your honesty. Go one step further, get your cock out and wank. That's what they should do. (laughs) But if you're going to read another book, pretend it's not that. Fuck off, grow up. And they're all so long these days as well. They're such such long films. Not Pornhub. Pornhub. I don't know. I mean, I've I've heard there's a range of options on there. um, There are. (laughs) But the sci-fi films, they're like three and a half hours long or something. No, I don't have a... I don't have the patience or the inclination to get involved or engrossed in somebody else's world mm. doesn't rock more you know jk rowling wonderful lovely love her she's made billions fuck off <laughs> and from what you said about your dad watching the crime drama with him trying to like talk him through a long sci-fi film and what's going on that's going to be yeah. challenging right. he was like can i not why have they not found the ring yet <laughs> where is the ring <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so sci-fi films. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, there's no and horror films as well. Mm. I don't know why people put themselves through that. Why? Why would you do that? Life is scary and shit enough as it is. Why do you want to see a horror film to make you shit yourself? I know, it's so horrible. I don't get it. Like, I watch a trailer and I think, this is just fucking brutal. I, I, this is my own time now. Like, I'm really tired. I can't watch this shit. It's yeah. horrible. Gruel and horribleness. No. Yeah. Do you have any horror fans here? Yeah. yeah what, what, what is it about horror you like? Just fun. Just fun? <laughs> it's not the word I would use, madam. Fun. <laughs> fun. She said fun. I know, that's slightly worrying, isn't it? <laughs> Um, but what, what's is it, do you like the feeling of being scared but feeling safe in your house? Is that it? Is it something to do with that? Or adrenaline? Oh, mm. are you the sort of person who stands on a train platform and leans across <laughs> till the last minute? Okay. Well, there we go. There we go. That's fucking dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> okay. And what, what would your uh, fun? What, what would your song choice be as a distraction to the film? A distraction to the film would have to be a, a song that really captured the imagination of the world, I think it was. But, uh, and I, at the first, I kind of admired it for its ballsiness and tenacity, but then I got sick to death of it. It is, of course, Gangham Style. Yes, yeah. By, what's his name, Twat, I think it yeah. was? Yeah, I think Twat, yeah. Yeah, I, what the fuck was going on? What happened on with to that? us? What, is that when the world went to shit? Is that when we all went a bit mad? Because this thing, and people were doing the dance as well. Grown men and women were filming themselves online doing the fucking dance. And that, this, that song, I think, is the, the third most streamed, or whatever it is, song in the world ever. What's wrong with us? People, beings from another planet and looking at us going, what the fuck are those? We're not going there. Look at that. But you've got to hand it to that guy from Korea, I think he yeah, is. Korean, Foul. Yeah, Korean. And now K-pop is a thing. K-pop. Oh, I'd rather be in a K-hole. Gangnam Style feels like there are those moments where everyone goes insane, like you say, but it, it gets to the point where like, you're watching Newsnight and it's like, and to play us out, it's, and then or, like, and watching newsreaders do the dance from Gangnam Style. Sickening. Oh, Sickening. come on. What the oh, look at all of us. We're all culturally aware. And Fuck off. There's so many pop songs. Buy this one now. And has anyone got ears? What the fuck is happening? It burnt. It burnt my soul watching that. But I, as I said, I did go to him. I thought, props to you. Because, you know, you're, if you're going to have a one-hit wonder, right, make it that fucking big, surely, right? You can retire for life. But that, you can't. Can you imagine playing that? In 20 years' time, mm. all young kids, you don't know the music, all oh, the mood today's shit. Here's what we played when I was young. You look like a bit of a tit, aren't you? <laughs> but it's not just annoying, it's kind of like abrasively annoying. It's not like a twee annoying thing. It's like, it's like, it's loud and aggressively annoying. It's grating. It's grating. Yeah. I've got to be honest, a very grating. I mean, the idea of how angry it's going to make Jeremy Clarkson and the Pope is, is quite... I mean, that's quite a nice image. But, I mean, you're there as well, so it's... it's the thing is, I've thought about this. I've made sure all of these things connect, right? Because mm. there's my dad, who, when, when he's a younger man, he could cook, right? And he's very used to cooking awful, mm. right? And you've got, you know, Jezza, you know, in his middle-class hoity-toity. He won't want to eat fucking tripe. My dad's going to make spicy tripe for him in a very good Nigerian spicy way. Oh, my God. 
Jeremy's ass is going to be like the flag holder of Japan. Do you know what I mean? Just big and bulging. And then, of course, the Pope would just be banging on that religion all the time. Bang, bang. And they would get Jeremy pissed on cider. Fucking hell. <laughs> Chundering. Uh, what a great image. Mm? You've made me angry, Daniel. But think how good you'll feel afterwards, maybe. Mm. I, I've got no comeback. I've just made you angry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm part of the problem. Hey, look, let's move on to another category. Okay, there's more. You because finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? Oh, right. Now, okay. This I found very hard to do because I am a fond... Uh, a person of animals. What kind of a sentence is that? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I like animals, is what I'm trying to say. But I like the cute type of animals. You know, if I wasn't touring so much, I'd have a dog, a big dog. Um, but the animal that I would like to see on said island, uh, bear in mind it's an island with sand, yeah, surrounded by water, uh, it'd have to be a camel. Okay. Because that is one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> It's not the cutest beast in the world, is it? And I, I haven't decided one hump or two. Fuck it, I don't know yet. But a camel. An animal that's got one eye there and one eye there, but then can look there, fuck off. It's not meant to be on this planet. And it's got a hump that it stores shit in. What the fuck? How cool is that? It's got a hump. They're very bad-tempered, aren't they, as well? And they spit. spit. Have yeah, you seen spit. a camel spit? Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen a camel chew? <laughs> yes, I did dislocate the whole, whole jaw. It's not a pretty sight. Yeah. No. I went on holiday once when I was little. and we With were, a camel? Yeah, I know. It was a very exotic family. Um, <laughs> we were in Tunisia, and we were riding camels, because, you know, it's like a holiday. You've got to try these things. And our camel was trying to mate with the other camels. And to do, to attract it they have this thing where they inflate their tongue and so they sort of just blow this huge weird and their tongue's kind of bluish so they look over at the other camel and they make this noise it kind of goes like that and like this fucking it looks like I don't it looks like bubble gum made of like meat it's just horrendous and then the other camel's going mm. it's so bizarre and then I'm like I'm, I'm like five years old I'm like why is it doing that it's like well, he wants to have sex with that other camel. It's like, oh, camel's going to have sex with the other one. It's terrifying. Oh, bless. I know. I love your parents. They told you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> My parents would have gone, shut up, why are you looking at them? <laughs> <laughs> it's a different world, different world. Yeah. You're talking to your parents. <laughs> well, they're communicating about sex, Daniel. Stop staring at the camel. <laughs> The camel wants private time. What are you looking at, stupid boy? Uh, That's what you're going to hear, though, with your dad and all the camels now. I know. Yeah. I was going to get one camel, though. Can't well, no, we were saying itself. the island's overrun with Oh, was it overrun with Oh, oh no, that I, Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Oh, no, that's too the many. Camel stampede. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, can I change it then? <laughs> oh, no, it. I can't have too many camels. Ugh. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, because I was in... I, I did, I did a, uh, a gig in um, uh, Dubai, and they have got those massive sand dune things. Mm. Don't know if everyone's been to Dubai. Not a pretty place. <laughs> Inquestable human rights. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and uh, we went on this sand dune thing, and there were camels. And that is the first and only time I have 
sat on the back of a, of a camel and I will never do it again. It was very unsatisfying, I can tell you that. Yes. Yeah, very uncomfortable. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. My buttocks needed massaging. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably hard to get done in Dubai, I imagine. It was surprisingly very easy to get <laughs> done in Dubai if you're willing to pay. Um, <laughs> yes, but you know, and, and any, any animal that can last for days without food and water, fuck that. Yeah. It's going to outlive us. Yeah. Definitely. Can you imagine if the, if the island was overrun with camels, we'd be eaten. <laughs> what are our chances of survival? Not looking good, Stephen. Good, let's get rid of the But, I mean, it's testament to the fact that you've picked an amazing selection of horrendous people and things for your island. So you have done an amazing job today on Desert Island X. So thank you so much for your choices. It's it's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm thinking... (laughs) Well, I'm just thinking we have just enough time to maybe get a few submissions from the audience on, on some of their... Desert Island dicks for us to critique. Oh, let's now do, that you're let's, an old hand at this. I am an old hand, yes. We've and we've been handed something leash. by a man. <laughs> Thanks, that man. I'm going to start this off. I've just got... The person's just written Dog's Cock. <laughs> I don't... Who wrote Dog's Cock? Is this like your worst food or like your worst person? Should no, we, you're not, quiet we, now when you don't have a card in front yeah, of you. Yeah, let's not workshop that one, shall we? We won't workshop Okay, what have you got? I've got um, who... Both my current flatmates. The reason, they don't know how to use the toilets. Mm. Let's not embarrass anybody. Is that yours? That's yours? Oh, bless you. Wait, are your flatmates here? Do no, they, do they no, have a... No, I'm talking to him. I'm not boss eyed. I'm looking at him. <laughs> you, you wrote these, yeah? yeah. Where, where, did you, where do you live? Uh, in Finsbury Park. Oh, that's not bad. And a flatmate, are they boys or girls? Both boys. Both boys. And they've just... Bit piggish, are they? Do they have a litter tray? They, just, they don't know how to use a I'm just surprised they put the lid down, though. I mean, that's quite surprising. I'm I'm surprised they made it to the toilet, Mm. to be fair. Have you thought about moving? Yes. Yeah. I've got um, leaf blowers written here. Leaf blowers. I mean, the people who use the leaf blowers as well. I mean, on an island, it's going to be, I mean, both annoying and pointless as well. It's just like moving them around the island. It's like, oh, they come around the other side again yeah. the, with their leaves. Yeah, no, I, I like a leaf blower myself. Yeah. Because yeah. my, my council is Merton, Wimbledon. <laughs> and uh, they have a, my local park up the road. They have a man who blows. They have a man. It's a job, full time. He, uh, he, 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 this thing, it's a big thing. Uh, not just one leaf blower thing, it's a massive thing. And he comes every morning, and by the time he's left in the evening, there's like 30 bags of leaves. Mm. I've asked him to come into my garden. <laughs> okay, so. For well, dinner. Well, leaf blower's acceptable on your island then. Um, what, what Richard you... Branson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did try to sue the NHS. Yeah, but worse than that, he tried to charge people to go to the fucking moon. What a twat. Yeah. The moon's for everybody, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when he launched um, Virgin Cola? 
Remember that? Virgin, mm. He tried to beat Coca-Cola and they went, fuck off. <laughs> Taught me a lesson. Now him and Elon Musk are trying to get to the fuck. Dickheads. You know? No. You, know, you know when people have got too much money? Uh, you don't wish ill on people, but you think you got too much. You want to go to... Mm, mm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When you got too much, you go... Mm. Something should have happened on the way back. You know? I'm with you. I'm not wishing ill on people, but fuck off. <laughs> Try to sue the NHS, but you got money to go to the fucking moon. What a twat. Anyway, angry. <laughs> that goes for Amazon as well, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Pay your right taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, do you know what? I think it's been such a beautiful... Should we fit in one no, of no, no, let's do them all. Don't just okay, point handing me a load of cars that fucking rushed me. Okay. Peppa Pig. <laughs> Peppa, Peppa Pig. She's too full of her own self-importance. Yeah. That's quite funny, whoever wrote that. Um... <laughs> Oh, that's Katie Price, Boris Johnson, Katie Price. <laughs> Leave Katie Price out of it. What's she ever done for you? She's a great mother, by the way. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn? Fucking leave him alone. No, I'm having that. I like Jezza. He tried his best. Didn't win. Abba? Yeah, they can fuck off. <laughs> oh, I've got £300 for a virtual show. Fuck off. <laughs> Pop songs at 70 years of age. Fuck off. <laughs> Pop up pirate. Um, yeah, I think it's a, a, a game. No. Bing <laughs> the kids cartoon. Yeah, Bing, Bing the kids cartoon. Do you know what? Bing, uh, of all the people that have been picked in Desert Island X, he's ranked third most picked. Bing the bunny. What is it? He's an incredibly annoying little rabbit, a cartoon rabbit that children watch. Like, it's for toddlers. It's um, for children? Yeah, and he's unbelievably annoying. So, who do you, so who's picked this? I don't know. Uh, no, no, so, so you said it's for the top three, but why? It's, it's not for you, it's for children, right? Yes, but if you're a parent, you have to watch it quite You don't a have to. Put the kid in front of the box and yeah, fuck Yeah, I off. know, but you are, and then it's like, depending... No, 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 you're not parenting properly. You're... Put the fucker in a chair, strap it in, get him distracted. What are you but... doing? Bing is for distracting the fucking little tearaways. I know, but that's the point, but they want you to watch it with them. We don't you have don't a... have to watch it with them. I don't have a There's separate no wing rules. in my house in South East London. But you've got handcuffs, haven't you? <laughs> you've got duct tape. <laughs> Strap the baby down, put the TV on, fuck off and do some work. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, mate? I can't Bing. answer. I can't fuck answer. leave Bing alone. It's not for you. You haven't seen Bing. I want to see Bing. No, no one does. That's the point. What the toddlers do. It's not for you. Is it? It's for the kids. I've not seen Peppa Pig. It's for the kids. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not going to pick something the kids enjoy. Mine, it makes no sense. It's not for you. Bing is designed for the kids. And we all know kids are stupid at that age. Aren't? They're just a ball of mess. Put them down, watch something, you get work done. Bing, leave it alone. This hasn't been a cathartic experience, has it, Stephen? <laughs> I'm sorry. I lied to you to get you here. I'm sorry. But look, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Stephen, after this... Thank you so much. After this, I'm sure that everybody here wants to see more of you. Where can we see you? Um, things at tours? What have you got going on at the oh minute? Oh, my God. Uh, well, uh, follow me on, on socials. That's all I can say, because there are things happening all the time. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, on, yeah, I'm on all of them. Yeah, the Instas. Uh, oh, I didn't realise Instagram was going to be this big thing. I only started, like, five years ago, and I originally called myself Moist Balls as a joke. <laughs> 
as a joke with me and my friends. And they were like, you've got to change this now. Fuck, who knew? Uh, yeah, so yeah, everything's on Facebook and all that. Twitter and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? We've gone past catharsis and ended up in Cornwall. So. Um, Stephen, thank you again. It's been an absolute pleasure to Thanks, see you. Thanks, Daniel. Thank oh, you. thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So there you go, Stephen K. Amos, a legend in the game and uh, a very, very funny man indeed. We had so much fun doing that and, uh, yeah, a really nice guy as well. As I said, it would be lovely to see you at the next Desert Island Dicks Live. It's on February the 4th with Lou Sanders at 2 North Down. Go and get some tickets and we'll see you there. In the meantime, I'd like to thank you all for listening over the past year. Uh, It means a lot to us. If you have a bit of time over the festive season, why not leave us a review and a rating on uh, the whatever outlet you get your podcast from? Because it's a massive help for us. I'm not going to go into all the algorithms and stuff like that. But if you leave us a review and a rating and subscribe, it makes a big difference. So if you could do that, that would be a lovely Christmas present for us. And in exchange, we promise to keep pumping out the dicks for you um, so that you can have fun things to listen to. We've got loads of good ones in the works and still to be edited, so I promise you there are some brilliant ones coming and we're booking great names all the time. So, uh, yeah, if you subscribe, you will hear them, well, whenever you listen to them, but you'll never miss one, and that's the important thing. All that remains to be said is that Desert Island X is a sync clap production. We'll be back with more episodes very shortly, so don't go anywhere. I know that doesn't really make sense in the context of podcast, but anyway, we'll be back.